0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Food, Wine and Whiskey in Your Own Backyard. I am Rob, your host, and tonight I have with me back on the show Dave Scott. Dave, how you doing? Doing well, Rob. How's it going? Good man, good. You uh, are frequently on the show. The guy to your right, my left, uh, not on as often as we'd like him. I don't know if he doesn't like us or just doesn't. I think he actually slut.
1: works. So
0: Oh. That's, that's important you know, for that's some, that's some do
1: people. A job. Yeah. Gu- this is
0: guest appearance night. Oh, is this what it is? <laughs> <laughs> oh Joby Lysak back with us. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. This is, uh, this is your show tonight. You get to run with it's... it, lead it, take us through what we're doing. And... All right. Well. You excited about that? Yeah. Uh, not really. <laughs> but yeah. Well, well, you brought a bottle that we're going to drink through, try, talk about. You were in Nashville. So I'm just kind of setting it up Where you. you were in Nashville, found this bottle, picked it up. Unique and different. And you thought it'd be fun to kind of try it out, see what we think. I've never had it, Dave.
1: I've never had it either. And, joby
0: have you had it? did you no, try it I at not. the distillery?
2: no she we were at the um, at the liquor store there in Nashville and uh i'll I'll have to plug their name in a minute but uh they had they were sitting there they had these bottles and uh, the lady who McKenzie was you know happy to share her the history of it and it was a, she was yes okay. she she shared it it was pretty good. I mean, I mean, she went really into the history and stuff. And I actually that was called Old Number Five back in the day, is what I understand. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, it came, the original guy came from Germany, and there's a whole story behind it. But it was just intriguing me because the, you know, she was very passionate about the story, and the bottle
1: looked kind of cool too. It was, oh, they got a cool label. Yeah, I they, mean, I'll give them that. The label is definitely cool. Yeah.
0: And and I like the stories. You sent the email over to us and we got to read kind of what that story was and it's on the webpage I looked it up. Yep. But I I like things like that. I mean, you and I Dave are into wine as well and yeah. I think it applies to anything you have if if it's good, you, you try to kind of do a little research and find out what's behind this, you know, how right. did they, how did they get to this point? And so I thought it was interesting to to hear the story, read the story about the uh the Nelson family and it, and it's very interesting that uh the great, 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 I don't know how many greats are in there, but think, several greats. Yeah, three or four. Three or four. Uh, grandfather was born like in 1850, something like that, in Germany. Yep. And uh, in 1885, decided, his dad decided that they were going to come over to the States. And in Germany, his dad had a grocery store, and I think it was a bakery, and right. made, made a little whiskey. Yep. Made some kind of liquor. And uh, decided, for whatever reason, to come to the States and try to do the same thing. No, was it, was it cheese? What was it? That they I did it was. <clears throat> something because was... when he first got to the, well anyway in the story coming over uh, they had some issues with the boat and a few people didn't survive and the father was one of them so Mr. Nelson uh, became the patriarch of the family at like age fifteen years old and uh, ended up working in
1: a butcher butcher, a butcher business he was
0: in the butcher business and this was in Canada this was up in Canada where they initially started and they moved to Cincinnati because they wanted to get to where there was a community of, of more German people that they felt a little bit more comfortable, you know, around people that were
1: right. And like, since, no. the, since the patriarch died on the trip over the sons and the, and the mother did the only thing that they knew how to do. I mean, they came over here to do something different, but since the father died, they opened a butcher, butcher shop.
2: So, but, but then it morphed into the, basically the, some of the history that she explained to me was this glass bottle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he was one of the first, I think, to use a glass bottle. Oh,
1: and yes, instead of... Well, this
0: was the son. Yeah, once right. the son right. established work, right? the uh-huh. the uh, distillery. Yeah, he... Yeah. he instead uh, of
1: selling it just in barrels or jugs. That
0: yeah, he- and just to kind of go through the story a little bit quicker, uh, the son, what was his name, Charles? Charles, I think so. Charles Nelson. Uh, he, uh, he started working at that butcher and started doing some other things, and then... Uh worked at a distillery. He saw in that in this grocery store that liquor was selling and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he started learning about whiskey, started working in a distillery, and then at some point, I'm I'm kind of running through this quick, uh decided to buy that distillery. And uh that's what he did. But you're right. Then you fast forward to the years, uh he was the first one to use a glass bottle in Tennessee. I'm not sure if other states mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Virginia back then were big rye states. That was the whiskey that was really yeah, made in those areas, but I'm not sure uh, if he was the first in the states or just in Tennessee to use a uh, a bottle.
2: I think it's Tennessee. Okay, it's, but let's check that.
0: So this this gentleman at like age 53 uh, ended up passing away, and his wife ended up having to take over the distillery, and apparently did a great job for another uh, what was it? Almost 20 years, twenty twenty three years, until they Til, got shut, shut,
1: down shut down by it. prohibition.
0: Yeah. Got shut down. Yep, and uh, that's kind of where it ended. Yeah, and I think the last bottle distilled by that generation of family was in 1909, if I remember reading that right. Wow, correct. Which was uh, many years ago. Yeah, but what ties it all together and makes it really cool is you fast forward. I think what was it 2006? Correct. That uh, they uh, these two brothers are going with their dad into town, and they they. Uh, go to Greenbrier, and they see the Nelson name uh, on this historical site. What was it, It was Judy?
2: a historic marker. marker. The a Nelson marker. Greenbrier
0: Distillery was yeah. a marker. Nelson. with was a mm-hmm. Nelson family name. Right. Yep. It. And so they just started to do some research on it and found out. Found out it was their family. It's great, great, great grandpa. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Charles and Andy. Charles and Andy. And they did a bunch of research and got information, you know, through all the. Whatever channels they needed to there in the city and stuff like that, and uh yeah, they eventually decided that they had the bug. they opened
2: the whole family business,
0: yeah, I think they <laughs> finished school first one went to uh college and got a degree in business the other one I think he started working for a distillery didn't he uh
2: the, i I think they if I remember correctly they they worked with one of the distillers that was a maker marks distiller, yeah, he was the head distiller
0: mm-hmm. that worked with, that he uh kind of was uh Yeah so
2: Dave Dave Pickerel.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So he studied under him basically. So then they they, uh what was it? Two thousand what was it, fourteen or something like that? They kind of took off and started two thousand fourteen, correct. Yeah. Started uh making their own Whiskey again. I'm not sure, Joe. But do you know how on her business card it was interesting that it was affiliated somehow with Bell Mead. I
2: I saw that, and I'm I, not sure what that I forgot, affiliation. I didn't mean that. I meant to ask her, and I just forgot. But it, I don't know how those. I don't know if she's a, you know reps for both, but it does. I don't know how they tie together.
0: I didn't see anything on the bottle that even you know referenced Bell Mead. It's it's Greenbrier Distillery for sure. But I thought that was a really cool story about this bourbon.
1: Uh, to have that kind of a gap, uh, you know, almost a century. Yeah, and just to have a family member stumble upon it. Stumble, yeah. Just uh, by chance. Not by go chance. looking, just yeah, stumble upon it. Hey, that's got our name on it. Let's see what, and sure enough. And
2: this label is actually has a, a patent or is trademarked back in 1906.
0: This so this thing. is the same label they used back in the day? That's according to what, from what I understand. That's pretty cool. Yep. But it, really it, cool. to,
2: in today's times, I mean, it, it sure blends in with a lot of stuff you see. You know? It's it's, it's kind of like the colors kind of pop out to me when I first walked upon it.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's got nice it's definitely color on a it. unique label. I don't know how long it's aged. It doesn't stay straight. Did you see, Dave? I have not no, seen. Non-age
1: stated? Yep. it was an, It was a... And like it's hand- handmade sour mash, so Tennessee whiskey. So, I guess they're Joby. Tell everybody what sour mash
0: means. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: <laughs>
2: to me, it has to do with the corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You want to take it? So, sour Dave. mash is is the distilling pro- or the the fermenting process, and instead of starting with a new batch fermented corn and yeast every single time they leave some in the distilling vats in the fermenting vats i should yeah. say not distilling vats and so. the only sour mash i've had was the mictors ah
2: so. yeah so,
1: it's so definitely so, in a distinct taste so it's one. basically like basically like sourdough mm-hmm. bread right exactly like that. have a starter mm-hmm. and some dead yeast some mm-hmm. live yeast and and let yep. it ferment a little yep and it just <clears throat> keep feeding it and it Speeds the process of the fermentation. That way, you don't have to start from ground zero every single time you want to make a new batch. So, yeah. Which is, I,
2: I
0: like sour mash.
1: I do I'm too. Not sure if, yeah. What's
2: another one besides? I, I've never I could say uh, I've there,
1: there, tried the There's there
0: there. several who make them. I mean, they're, yeah, they're so not Michter's, uncommon.
1: You just said Mictor's has a sour mash, but yeah. They're Jack not. Daniels has a sour mash. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. I mean, all guess of them. what? Jack Daniels is a bourbon. Tennessee whiskey <laughs> yes, slash bourbon. It's bourbon. Yeah, most definitely.
0: Okay, you, so you, you, did you go to the distillery? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I okay. Didn't. I wish I did. So was she at a, a
2: group, she was liquor at liquor store? And, and this liquor store, by the way, if okay. anybody gets a chance to go to Nashville, it's on the outskirts off the highway. It's called Red Spirits and Wine. They had an amazing selection of barrel picks as well. I was, when I walked in, I asked, I always ask when I walk in, do you have barrel picks most of the time? Oh, we have one or two. These guys had a huge, dedicated shelf to it with like a bullpen, and where she was at, and another another person from Buffalo Trace was there. Oh tasting wow, tasting, and uh, they had a very big selection. It was very spaced out. You could tell that they really cared about someone who wanted to come in there for bourbon They had a great selection. So that that place was was really neat. If you're ever in
0: not in Nashville, stop by there. Did you guys get a pour of this? You want to try it? Give it a shot.
2: Yeah, literally. We have, we have some. We have a we have a, a, a audience somewhat. Right? Yeah, we have we have you can, studio you can audience. Yeah, you can introduce your friend. We have a studio audience. We have a um, Mr. Dustin, Mr. Daniel. I won't say your last name unless you let me. We didn't side disclosures, but mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, this has got a, a, a great nose. I mean, I'm not. It's a nice nose. I've had whiskeys that are higher proof that don't have a, a nose this good
1: yeah it's uh it's an
0: odd proof i have I, I 91 don't know that i've ever seen another whiskey at 91
1: <laughs> yeah that's kind of like the kind of like mictors it's like 93.6 or something. you I always know.
0: laugh at woodford too everything yeah, is 90.4 90. yep yeah <laughs> like what what the hell's up with the point 0.4 right it means something i don't yep. know what it is
2: it means they're actually measuring
0: yeah. right supposedly it's precise precision batch yeah. whiskey
2: so there's a note. If you carry out to like the third decimal point, and you're you're
0: real precise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna taste this. We're gonna give our honest feedback on what we think about it. What did you pay for it? I, I saw it at Specs today, and I, it just kind of caught my eye because you sent me the picture of the bottle. So I'm wondering I think what it was around thirty dollars. Okay. So same same as it is here. I didn't think it'd be too far off. I thought it'd be. Yeah. Out. So I did not uh,
2: realize though it was here in Texas.
0: Yeah, I didn't know it until I saw it today. I think. William up there told me that it, it just had come in. They had it up in the front, kind of stacked up and on yeah. an end caps. So. And
1: I've and I've seen it for a while. I mean, at least a couple of years on the shelf. The, oh, it's been here that long. Because the label always popped. Yeah, I was like, man, that's a cool looking bottle, but and not not enough to get you to buy one. No, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> okay, okay. no, nope. okay. you know, it was weak. It was good, and then weak. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> but it just. You know, I've picked the bottle up several times, read the label, and, you know, just, just never felt compelled to, to buy it. Put your $30 somewhere else. Right. Okay.
2: So now Sour Mash, this has the same profile for me when I try that the Mictors. That it gives that first little, I guess it's sour is what you want to say, but this one kind of smooths it. I didn't want to say smooth. It <laughs> balances out. He's learning. <laughs> That's right. It
0: balances out at the end. Yep. To me, it. Did you ever see what the mash bill was on this? Uh, did it say online?
1: I have not seen what the mash bill I didn't was. see that. I didn't see that. No. <clears throat>
0: um.
1: So on the nose. We have to have a statistician for all this. So. Nope, didn't have it. very young and that's and that's what i was going to say very young to me it tastes like corn
0: oh big time corn this is yeah. heavy corn yeah. in the rest heavy of
1: corn with a little bit of wood influence a little bit of barrel influence but not very much it's not bad Not very young whiskey, no but it, it's not bad but it is heavy corn
0: oh yeah
2: So where where um, did when you were, you guys were in Nashville? Did you ever stop at that place? The town branch? No. no, no, the Red Spirits and Wine.
1: Oh, this no, place. nope. I had no idea. Off the highway. But you buy. will next time. Won't you? I will. Yeah. I got to do that, and I got to get to Elixir.
0: Elixir's a, a big one to get. Another
1: to. another one that has a lot Free of, of Yep, yeah, single barrel picks. This isn't a
0: bad little sour mash. This is actually, it's got a, a better finish than it does a, on the front of the palate and the mid palate. It's yeah. not very kind of thin there. Yep. So the, the um,
2: mash bill just says corn, wheat, and malted barley. Yeah, I know.
0: So that. it is. I, so I it it's a, a weeder. Board.
2: Yeah. I don't. It doesn't have a percentage.
0: And I'm sorry. I, knew, I remembered it was a weeder because I'm in that story. It, okay. It talked about that. Well, yeah. I just didn't know what percentage. That makes it makes a little made. more sense that it's as sweet as it is. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? Got kind of a shrug of the shoulders and a thumbs up. Yeah, don't mind. Well, I think I
2: got- both both these gentlemen are a little, uh, their palettes are more on the, the lighter side, so it should kind of match up for them.
1: We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, Bar and girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my
0: co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and
1: Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby!
0: I get something like a a bubble gum on it or something a little bit. And And I think that's... A bubble gum?
1: Yeah, like a little... Think about like the, juicy fruit or something. I can see the juicy fruit. Yep. Yeah.
0: What are we doing after this? You you you're you're loading us up, Joe, young some bottles tonight.
2: Well, I have a story on a, something I've never tried. It's uh, it's good old Blanton's, except
0: the, ho- the horsey bottle.
2: Correct. <laughs> except this one uh, has been untouched. And it has a story behind it. It's a very it's this bottle has traveled a long way.
0: It looks like both of those have been untouched. Yes, they're brand new. Have you you've had I've blantons had, before? Yes, I have. But And Blanton's gold. And had you've had one. blanton's gold, okay. Yes.
1: And then this one is the straight from the barrel. And you've never had that? Never had that.
0: You're in for a treat. Yep. Okay. Yep. But we need to prime
1: the palate because right. what is that? Almost 130? 128.8. Yeah. Yep. There's the point eight again. So. That's right. Yeah. And I was trying to look at the difference between the bottles. That They're both 750s. No, that one's actually a is it 700? 700. Oh, from here I'm going, it and looks the same. And that's why I was like, that extra 50 milliliters that we get in the United States doesn't... Well, look where it is on the shoulder, too, the fill point. And you haven't poured anything out of there yet, have you? Yeah, we poured... Oh,
0: okay, I was getting ready yeah. to go. No, and then, and then <laughs> the angels didn't get that much. <laughs> it's like, wait a second.
1: Yeah, but I've had, I've had straight from the barrel... A couple times, and yeah, yeah, it is not not even close. It's not even close to the standard offering.
0: Yeah, if you have a friend in Europe and they offer to send you the green label, yeah, don't don't, don't do it. it unless you're looking for a shelf decoration. Yep,
1: unless you're wanting to complete that team. one's like a really like. That one's eighty, 80 proof. proof. Yeah, 80 same proof. way with the with the Takara Black in Japan. It's eighty proof.
2: Yeah. Now, now, when I was in Nashville, I learned that there was a a, a one for Greece.
1: Mm-hmm. And because when you texted me yeah. this morning. You said out of the blue he sent you this and I thought you said he's sending me the blue, oh. <laughs> which is the Polish release. Yes. Which goes for about fifteen hundred dollars a bottle.
0: So this so.
2: there's a store and I can't remember the name of it. It was all high end there. It's right it's
1: downtown that in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, Justin's house of liquor.
2: Man. That place was <laughs> or Justin's
1: house of bourbon. What? Yeah, bourbon. bourbon.
2: I mean, you go in yeah. there and you can Oh yeah, burn through some cash if you really want some bourbon.
1: And I and we when we went in there, we just chuckled because all the all the Tater bottles, the the Weller They're Special the Re- Weller Special Reserve, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we can get regularly on the shelf, and people are going crazy over it. I mean, the Weller Special Reserve is normally like twenty twenty two dollars or the seven fifty, and they it was like eighty bucks, and they were. Thrilled to be getting it. It's like you people. Are the, the cool cr- place I've lost
2: your minds. The cool place about that they had a little small bar yeah. and you could try before you buy, right? Which yeah. I thought that that was that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and what? But I mean, we stayed in there for a while looking and and pretty much all of their other stuff, other than the than whether you want to call it allocated or stuff that's really trendy right now, everything else was right in line price wise with what we have. Here
2: now, if you, what really blew me away is when I stayed at the Marriott downtown, and the they had one room with the collection was, I mean, I've never seen there stacks of Blanton's, st- stacks of all kinds of, you know, mm. the, all the b stuff, just kind of with a glass case, you could walk up to it and just look and see if
0: you've never seen the bottle before. They, it was like a museum almost. Yeah. <laughs> Let Let's uh. Enjoying this conversation. Let's finish up. Yep, and Let's and, give and, our review of the, yeah, the Greenbrier. Then we yep. can move on to some conversation and some Blantons. All right. I looked at their website, and tell me if I'm wrong, Joey. I didn't see another whiskey. Do they have something else that's out? I didn't see anything else on there, just this one. That's why I think there's some affiliation with Bell Mead and maybe these two brothers. Uh, I, I don't know what yeah, it is.
2: They, they, I, I think they did have a couple others. Um, I wasn't sure.
0: Which
1: so, so right? is their, their sour mash, they are distilling themselves?
0: That's what I thought. That's the way okay. I read it.
1: Because maybe, maybe they're affiliated with Bell Mead somehow, because I know Bell Mead is in that area. I mean, because Bellmead is the Nelson's distillery. Yep, So
0: produced and bottled by Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery. Yep. But
1: Bellmead is all sourced. It is also sorts. I,
2: I mean, oh, okay. I think you're right. It was, they have, you know, on their website, they have a picture of the bottle, but then they have comparison to
0: some older bottles that they sold,
2: you know, back, back in, in the day. day. Yeah, I think this is the only this one that. Uh-huh. So I'm
0: assuming that they're going to try to, you know, grow this brand and, and, you know, make some other things. Yeah. This apparently is, and I think I remembered reading in the story that this was, they found Grandpa's recipe. And uh, Correct. this is what that's, that's from. That's in, you know, honor of him, I guess. Got gotcha. um, so give me your buy, pass or
2: I just because NSW. when NFW. Well, just because when I've I, <laughs> every now and then when I see that Michter's sour mash when you run across it I I kind of like it because it's a different fla- you know flavor and taste. So if I saw this I'd I'd buy this. I mean I it's not something I'm going to search for, but if I want to try something a little different, now that I know the history I know I'm e- I'm drinking something that's an older you know. Recipe that was actually from someone's grandfather's
0: history behind it.
2: It's kind of neat when you, you know, knowing something that a little bit about it rather than just walking up and that always makes things more fun. I want a sour (laughs) mash.
0: You enjoy them a little more when you either know the people who are making it or know the story behind it. Dave, your thoughts?
1: For me, um, other than the nostalgia part of it and having it in my bar collection, whatever, um, I, I don't think I would buy it again yeah i i just there's a whole lot of other stuff that's in that 30 to 35 dollar price range that better fits my palate i mean that obviously this is young yeah um it's a weeder it's sweet yep yeah, yeah. and but if you like that right that's, that's, I to,
0: to me this is a great bourbon for uh the new people getting into it like yep. wanting to Start drinking things on the neat side, you know. Yep. I think this the the proof uh, is a, is a great proof for something that you want to drink neat. It's not so low that you you punch all the flavor out of it. Right uh, at ninety one, I mean, there's some great ninety to ninety five proof bourbons. We're getting ready to try one. Yep, uh, the Blantons is at ninety three. But I think also that it's a weeded bourbon. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's young. You can tell, but you know, a lot of young whiskeys have that bite on the palate where it, it almost drinks hotter than it is. Yep. All the uh,
1: ethanol shines through. Yeah,
0: this one doesn't. No. So I, it's another reason, I think, for for somebody going, I want to start drinking uh, neat. I think this is a good place to start just because of the sweetness on it. Yep. The price at 30 bucks, you can't beat it. The proof at 91 I mean, uh, you and I just kind of in our... Bourbon journey are a little <laughs> further along, so yeah. I, I probably wouldn't buy it. But if I were at a friend's house uh, yeah. and they poured it for me, I, I would absolutely drink it. It wouldn't be something I no, just sneak no, away and pour I, out. I,
1: I wouldn't say that it's off-putting at all. It's just not. I, you know, if that were a rye bourbon, not a rye, but if it if it had rye in the mash bill, as young as as I think that it is, I think you would have that. You have that bite on that it. That bite. Yeah. Like you said, uh, I think the ethanol would shine through way more than do it too. does with the, with the wheat.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, to give a comparison, it's kind of like you and I don't. We're wine guys, too. We don't, we, yep. We're not going to drink decoy anymore. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Not unless it's the only thing to drink. Yeah. In...
0: It's the fifth bottle of the night. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Go get that so, decoy so, Merlot. So, so Joby likes it. He's so, pouring some more. So box wine is out. Box <laughs> wine is making a comeback. Yep, I see a lot
2: a bigger shelf. Uh, when I was in H E B the other day, I noticed it's not just that one little shelf; it's like a long shelf now. That's COVID, <laughs> buddy. That's, that's <laughs> what helped that. Yep. Toby likes this. He
1: pointed the pour. shifting market. I think with in the wine, I kind
2: of like the smell too. Right. Wait, but I like it little said, ah. a little bit. that's <laughs> a little bit. You know,
1: that's sweeter, sweeter stuff. When I first, what are you doing? when I first put my nose in it. That's what she said. It, uh, the first thing that popped into my head was. <laughs> I you
0: were say, popped into my mouth. <laughs> no. Nah.
1: Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. The first thing that popped into my head was Garrison Brothers.
0: Oh, see, I don't get that. No. Oh, really? Garrison Brothers is so strong. I mean, it's way over. I mean, I'm just not
1: a fan. Now, just the nose, not. Not the, on the well, palate, anything. and I maybe just, it does on the nose. I, because Garrison Brothers is young, you get yeah. major corn up front. But but Garrison Brothers just, huh. it's, I, it's way over-oaked for, yeah. for how young. And overpriced. Just, that's a given. <laughs> I haven't had it in a
0: while, but I, I just remember when I would nose Garrison, I'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. And this one I didn't, so that's no. why I kind of.
1: Nope.
0: Not too bad. No. All right. And the, what do, long, and
1: the longer it sits here, you know. Gotten used to it, and still don't think I would buy a bottle. It's not bad. It yeah. does. It
0: doesn't make me get look. I've had plenty of whiskeys where I go, okay, that's not good. Mm-hmm. I just not my thing. This doesn't do that to me. I, I would drink this. I just honestly wouldn't buy it. It's not something right. I go. I want this in my collection. Yep. Um, it's a cool looking bottle. Carter would be all over the bottle. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is almost reminds me of the old Forrester bottle.
2: Yeah, we're not in worse shape. I did that tour, that distillery tour, and that you're right. They had that whole collection there and there of the, uh, all the history of the different bottles, and it does kind of have that nostalgia.
0: Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? We'll we'll take a quick, quick break, and then we'll come right back and uh, dive into Blantons. See what we think about those. Pour those up. Give you time to finish that second pour of this uh, sour mash you like. Handmade. Handmade. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will be right back and continue this conversation. All right, we're back, and uh, we've got a couple of Blanton's poured in front of us. I, I didn't realize this. Uh, we were looking at the bottles, and uh, their, their ricks are 10 and 17, which isn't too far off. But we have a dump date on the straight from the barrel of eight nineteen on twenty, and then this one's eight twenty one of twenty wow, so within two <laughs> days of each other, these got bottled
1: so and one uh, got shipped to Germany one got shipped to Germany. And we'll get into that story,
0: yeah, we'll let uh, our man tell that story <laughs> tell, tell well, the-
2: I work for a german owned company, and uh every now and then I have to travel over there sometimes a customer sometimes you know we have a sales meeting or whatever and it's a little town there well it's not little but it's a town of Aachen and it's kind of the they uh big engineering school there so a lot of college students so they have a really nice high-end uh wine and cigar store there and uh walked in there with a with a customer and we were just looking around he likes cigars and I happened to walk, <laughs> walk by a counter and I looked and I saw a bottle of blanton's sitting there and this is kind of a little bit around the john wick time so i i kind of chuckled i said who's, who's that i don't know <laughs> keanu reeves
0: did that do anything for blanton's at all no nah. i don't know but at the time <laughs> it, it did i don't
2: i don't know yeah i guess it did but for taters uh, out there
0: yeah. yeah but
2: i just remember at the time that was there and i thought maybe that's why there's a bottle of blanton's here because of john wick i don't know so I, I I was missing actually a letter. So I asked the lady there, and I said, and she looked at me funny, like, "What are you talking about? What letter?" So I showed her the letter on there. So she didn't even know there were letters she on the horses. Yeah, no she had no idea. She had, and you know, in Aachen, a lot of people there speak very good English. So yeah. she she was, it wasn't like she didn't understand sprechen Sie Deutsch, you know. So, uh, <clears throat> but uh, so next day I know she's reaching down in the cabinet and just stacking boxes of Blantons all over the counter and. And oh, started opening up trying to look for my letter. And, <laughs> and uh, so I went outside. There was a couple of colleagues with me. And I said, hey, uh, guys, you might want to come in here because a couple of guys really are into bourbon there. So they came in and they were like, we're, what the heck? What is all these bottles doing on this? And so
0: did they limit you to one? No, each? no.
2: <laughs> they said they were I had to give them a whole. Uh, explanation about it,
0: and so I would have uh, taken them and dropped them off at a shipping company. and Said, "Yep, once a month or once a week, yep. send me one." Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: So, so anyway, so I kind of got to know uh, one of the guys there, and he and he said, "Well, if I ever get anything, I'll email you." So I said, "Okay." So I emailed him, and out of the blue, one day, Dave, out of the blue, he um not the blue, not the blue, out of the blue, yeah. <clears throat> he uh emails me and he says, "Is this something you might be looking for?" Well. It was uh, straight from the barrel, and I said, "Sure." And he says, "I have I have one bottle." I said, "Can you set that aside for me?" So a gentleman from the factory that I worked with went and picked it up, and that's about around the time of COVID. So it sat there, and we nobody could go back and forth. Usually, <laughs> you know, we we have people go there and come back, or vice versa. Well, that thing I started thinking about it. These bottles come from. Uh, you know, from uh, you know Buffalo Trace, all the way across the pond, sit there, and then this bottle sat there for a year and a half, and then came all the way back across to Texas, and um, so that's how this bottle arrived here. Now the other bottle, I I, I think I just bought that at the store. I think you, you know, did too, because like, it's yeah. a seven fifty,
0: not a seven
1: hundred. Yeah, I, right.
2: just, I just bought it at the store so. in,
1: here in
0: Houston. here in Houston. So it was, I, I'm it's one, crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: because they're bottled. Two go, days apart, yeah. Two days apart. Which I is need to go, crazy. go play the lottery on that. Yeah.
0: What, what what I'm wondering, Dave? Maybe you know the answer. Uh, the straight from the barrel typically has been along with the gold and some other ones, but those two that we like, right? Uh, overseas, I'll say, not mm-hmm. just Europe, but Japan, other places, right. Never released here. I, I, I don't know why when Blanton's got big, they didn't go, well, we need to put some back in. Now they finally have. They right. said, okay.
1: The gold. I don't. I don't. Yeah, this one too. Straight from the barrel the, is now.
0: Should be out US. This, okay. Okay. this month. Okay. Yeah. My question is, I wonder if they're going to change it to the 750 when they release it here. Because it's always been a 700. Right. Be interested to see.
2: Why do they want to cheat you out of 50 milliliters? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think they change the price, <laughs> no. so they make more bottles. If you think about it, yeah, uh-huh, depending on how many, and I'd be okay with that because yep. if it means another couple of bottles that yeah, I have an opportunity I, to get, right. it. I
2: just remembered I have two of those small bottles.
0: Is That from WB Liquor?
2: No, it's actually from Costco. Yeah, uh, that's WB. Done, sorry. sorry, yeah.
0: So I always, yeah, the, I
2: never even look at the deal.
1: The 375s? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know that's a liquor store that's not even affiliated with. You don't have to have a membership or anything to get. Correct. Them. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> A lot of people think it's part of Costco and it's right. not. You yeah. can't go in there. I don't have my Costco. Yeah. So
2: my, my, wife, my wife dumped Costco here recently. And she went to
0: Sam's. Did she really? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Convenience, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Sam's doesn't have a liquor store hooked up to it. So I know. It's like, a ding for me. That's right. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, that WB Liquor gets some good wine in there too. Mm-hmm. They do. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, what we did is we, we poured your standard barrel. The uh, single barrel. And, you know, single barrel. I mean, hit or miss, right? Yep. I would say more hit with Blanton's. If you were talking about uh, Henry McKenna, I'd say more miss. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Blanton's, I think you hit more than you than you don't. So uh, it's always going to be a little bit different, or could be. Um, so I keep that in mind. But I nosed both of them. Have you guys done that yet? I have. I mean, quite similar on yep. the nose. The profile, you know, you get some of these barrels that are mm-hmm. just... Way different and being dumped the same time period, and they're very maybe, similar.
2: Maybe that has something to do with it.
0: Good. Now, you, you
2: guys did the big tour there. Yeah. Yep. So, just a couple months ago, you, were you in this, the one in this same one? Same warehouse. Same yeah. warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. just all about yeah. I only got taking the... it
0: from that's just straight from the barrel. So, it just goes in the bottle. Right. This one, they add water until they get it to the 93.
2: I didn't, well, I thought gold was 93.
1: No, gold's one oh three or one oh three. One oh three. Okay,
0: this is ninety three. Right, and then some of them are eighty proof that are yeah pass yeah
1: because I, <laughs> I think the the green it's the worst one of all is eighty and the, and the Takara black from Japan is eighty.
0: But oh, what's the red? It's ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah.
1: yeah, I almost brought that one tonight. Oh, just that's so, the one where uh, I saw tonight. Hey, okay. Just so we could see and compare that if yeah. there's any difference. That or been if it's interesting. Just strictly packaging yeah
0: we don't need to do that one time yeah. i'd be curious to see yep. well that one goes a long way it can't be any different though
2: that bottle traveled probably a lot farther right yeah it came from japan that one was from japan and yep. back across uh, it can't
0: be any different it's Mashville too no so no. if it's 93 i mean yeah it's gotta be That's, the same it's gotta be the same it's gotta be exactly the same yeah. other than whatever barrel influence that changes right Characteristics so I, I
2: didn't get to go – I went to Buffalo Trays. I didn't, I didn't get it on the tour. But I, get to, I got to look into the room where they were bottling them. They let me look we, into that. Not
0: only did we do the tour, we, we did a barrel pick there. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Did he tell you who our tour guide was? Yes, I did. Day? Have you guys yes, seen Nate? So Freddie Johnson was our was our tour, tour guide, guide and, the, and barrel pick. Yeah, was in there helping us do the barrel pick. Yeah. You don't know who Freddie Johnson is? You want to ask him to leave or you want me to? Leave? <laughs>
2: Everybody has to, be, you know. I, I'm, somewhere. I'm, a, I'm a novice. I got to have, a, I brought my I, Padawan over here. I just know? figured if we were doing Blanton's, <laughs> Joby, you would have
0: had a little class with them before. I I, <laughs> I got a Padawan over there. You know, I'm not quite Obi-Wan. I'm oh, just kidding. You're, you're Obi-Wan.
2: You know, I'm just, you know. No, I'm a young Luke. <laughs> Freddie
0: Johnson, there's a there's a show, Neat, but uh, he retired from, I think he was an engineer, a civil engineer or something like that. And he retired from, his nine to five and his dad and his granddad before him had did nothing but worked at Buffalo trace. And so when he retired, he was like, well, I still want to do something. So he started working at Buffalo trace and has become, I mean, just does a great job. You you've seen the show. So, I mean, his energy, his knowledge, the way he delivers the message. I mean, he just makes you excited just to be there and hear the stories and things. It's amazing uh, that
2: he was an engineer. Not yeah. not knocking engineers because no, 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 no. I'm an engineer, but... <laughs> yeah, no, we, we could tell. Uh, I'm kidding. No,
0: but he is. He, he's a lot of fun, and it was, uh, it made, you know, he just makes the experience better, if you ask me. And it's yeah. not just him. I've had other people, whether it be at wineries or wherever, right. that you go, okay, that guy was awesome. A yeah. Mark would be a, an example of that. That young guy went, okay, Absolutely. he's going to be here 60 years. He did a Absolutely. great job. Uh, but, yeah, Freddie was highlighted on a show called Neat uh, about bourbon. And that's where he really got a lot of notoriety, where people started to know who he was. But for us, we had no idea going in that he was going to be our no, it was our tour guide, pure surprise, yeah, and a big treat, yeah.
1: When they said Freddie is going to be your tour guide today, and we were like, "Huh, this is going to be awesome." Yeah, and it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it it was incredible.
2: So when when does when is your barrel ready?
0: uh we don't know We have no idea and it was we we did buffalo trace yeah we did
1: these in mid-august yeah the second third week of august yep um yeah and it was the standard buffalo trace was the pick this year Mm -hmm. and we also went to four roses picked the four roses we picked an elijah craig barrel proof yep and and we uh, did a
0: maker's mark mm -hmm. so so you just you just point
2: at a barrel barrel right and no you get to try staves from different ones so
1: at at Four Roses, they rolled out all ten ten barrels, all ten recipes. So, and you taste oh. through them blind. They've got the barrel head covered with a with mm-hmm. a cover, so so you can't be like, oh, I want. We're definitely going to pick an O E S O or O B S O. You can't. I mean, they've got the barrel head covered. You've got ten sample glasses. You taste through them, and you pick whichever. One is your favorite. You don't know. You don't know what you're picking. But you don't know what you're picking. Okay, Do you? Do like you know senses. anything about Four Roses? I mean,
0: just other than Four Roses. Okay, just what I've tried. So at there's your house. two yeast strains, which help them create ten different recipes. Really. So when two Dave yeast says, strains,
1: and then they've got two different mash bills of low rye and high rye. So yeah, that's why I say ten recipes, ten different mash bills,
0: right. Based on some other things that go into it, but the, there's everything's going to be OB or OE to start e being the the lower of the uh the rye 20 percent rye and the b being the higher which is 35 35 percent wow and so. then it, it changes from there depending on if it's an sk or right whatever and uh, e, the o's or whatever it might be oeso obso whatever it might be there's 10 different recipes that you can get so when dave says they rolled out 10 barrels it wasn't like 10 barrels that are all the same. You just got to pick which one you like. These are 10 different, ten profiles. different b- profiles. Yeah. Where when we went to, say, Elijah Craig, they rolled out three, three barrels that you get to pick from. But they're all basically the same thing. You just get to see, based on barrel profile, which mm. one you like better. And right. you taste the room and go, okay, I like this Cause one.
1: Because at Elijah or at Heaven Hill, I think our barrels range in age from eight years to 11.
0: Yeah, we had an eight-year year which was 132 proof then we had that at 10 year which wow. was 134.4 yeah.
1: and whats his name was we, all we over we had somebody it. in our group that was like that's the, that's the one that's the one we're going to pick <laughs> the guy <laughs> like, told us
0: the proofs when he shouldn't have right. uh, uh, we didn't want to know that yeah. uh, but the one that was the the more balanced whiskey that uh, just kind of you know met all the things you, you look for in a, in a bourbon was, was the oldest it was an 11 year but it was
1: the lowest oh, proof right and it was 128. Four, eight, four or some, eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, so, and then at. Oh well, wait a second! Y'all tried ten. At at nine a.m. At nine a.m. At four Road. Ten barrel proof whiskeys at nine a.m. and 9 went 9 back a. for seconds. A and couple went time. back for seconds. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Solid. So we That's went solid. right from yeah. there to Bargetown to go eat something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Makers was probably the most unique experience. It's just, a science project. Just because it's a science project. So they're not rolling out barrels because at Makers, everything starts from the same 46 cast strings. 46, That's your foundation. Yeah. And, then, and then they have five different five stave different profiles. Staves. That, that have they, been like toasted, charred, you know, to a different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be uh, Italian. Itali- was it Italian mocha? That's now the. Yeah, they got rid of the mocha, the mocha. and
0: put in the uh, the other French one, wasn't right? or uh, Mondial, Mondi- yeah, or something, Mondi- like, Mondi- something like that. But <laughs> yeah.
1: but anyway, so you can pick any combination of of those five different stave profiles, and they put to add to 10, 10, 10 get and they a put total ten. Of 10. 10. Ten staves in the barrel to for another six month? No, six weeks. I think it's six weeks.
0: So, so
2: which barrel so is going to be done first? Which one do you think? <laughs> we don't
0: know. I mean, word is that. Uh, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. So yeah. until we get official word, but we would think at any point now these should start rolling in. And yeah. I who knows? The, they could be here in a distributor's warehouse. And right. He's just
1: I think the the makers was going to take the longest because it still had that. For six weeks. For another six weeks. Mm-hmm. Where four, four Roses, she's like, we'll bottle it in the next couple of days. Right. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's a single barrel. Right. They don't have to do anything. Same with the Elijah Craig. Yep. Yeah. But like like you said, it, it unfortunately doesn't get shipped straight from the, from the distiller to the retailer. You have to oh, go, you have to go, go through, through the, the wholesaler, wholesaler. Glazers or Republic. Right. and And that's how... Stuff ends up on somebody else's shelf. <laughs> so, uh, I see. But okay, well, let's
0: uh, let's dive into these All two because right. I'm curious to see what. Did you guys want to do this little side by side with us? No, it's, it's very cool to see the difference in these two because they're the same bourbon, but one's a, just been proofed down to 93, so, so. and the other one is uh, at 128.8. Which one first? Well, he, I know they've tried this one. Well, what do you think on the nose, Joby? I mean, this this is going to be about you because Dave and I have had the straight from the barrel in. Yeah. Let me just say thank you for cracking this one yeah, and sharing it because the, these are a treat. I mean, anybody who has a straight from the barrel, yeah, that, that's a uh, that's a badass bourbon on your shelf. That's that's really good stuff. Yeah, and so to share it and let us have a sip, so we the, appreciate it, man.
2: So the straight, it's uh, to me, it's. It's always a cross, uh, initially a cross with marshmallows and cinnamon. I don't know. That's, that's Definitely, a, I would
0: think some cinnamon. This is yeah. got like, yeah. what is this? From Mashed. the standard offering? No, this is the. That's the straight, straight from, the from the barrel. Oh, yeah. straight from the barrel. Yeah. That has even more cinnamon for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, see, that's that one's like really stands out. This like Mashville's
0: too, What is this? 12% rye, isn't it? I think on Mashville two. It's, it's a secret. Still a, it's not a
1: secret. They don't really. I thought they I, did. I, I didn't think they advertised that. Do they not? Where, where did I, I, I thought they just numbers? said Mash Bill 1 or Mash Bill 2 and don't really tell you what the Mash Bill is. People mm-hmm. guess. 18%.
0: Why did I think that I knew that it had 12% in there?
1: Hmm. I don't know, but we can research while we're... We're going to have to nosy. call my...
0: Reach up out to my friend Google. See what he <laughs>
1: thinks. But I...
2: Definitely De- has the burn,
0: <laughs>
1: In the straight from the barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh I, I didn't want you to
0: try that one first. Oh, you didn't? No, no, I no. Because proof wise, we'll build your palate up on the other one from ninety three. Well, I, I was and you just lied to me and said you didn't. I thought I, because <laughs> I tried this one <laughs> that you didn't care. No, yeah. after this, you want to go to the because it's going to be a higher well, proof. Let's see. So you went from eighty here. That'll be ninety three, and then we'll finish with you know one twenty eight point eight. Oh, that one's nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, now. <laughs> Let's
1: yeah. go! <laughs> yeah, that...
2: Uh, Let me clear my palate.
1: I know it may not be cool to say that you actually like Blanton's, but... Well, but I... But for I, what I, it is, I'd mm-hmm. still always enjoy it. Now, is it overly complex? No. but But the proof point and flavor profile... I like it. Is it the best bourbon I've ever had? No. No, but I mean, I think anybody who gets into
0: the hobby of collecting bourbon, this is absolutely one of the first ones that you right. want in your collection. It's a that's, cool bottle. That's, that's i was yeah, really say what, the bottle is, yep. sets it apart. Yeah,
1: it says uh between ten and twelve 10 and 12%. percent. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. Yeah. So that's and, the
0: Mashville two. And that, one they say is ten percent or less of rye. Really? Yeah mash bill which i see that because i get a lot more cherry on that mash bill one than yep
1: I, yeah and and it's only corn rye and malted barley correct in both of those mash bills correct yep
0: and the malted barley is not going to be any more than probably i mean on the low end five on the high end probably 12 percent right so it's a lot of corn
1: yep yeah
2: this one's a little are you comparing them? regular blends is a little That's nuttier a- has a little yeah. more.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely get that Buffalo Trace cherry. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that tastes like a Luden's cough drop a little bit. But I get some like milk chocolate mm-hmm. in there too. I, I mean, there's other. There's yeah. definitely other stuff. Oh, yeah, but yeah. but I, but
0: it's not just a cherry bomb. But no. I mean, that that's one of the things that when you drink Buffalo Trace that stands out is that cherry right. kind of,
1: yep.
2: It's interesting when I first drove up to Buffalo Trace. It's kind of when you you're, it's already a real pretty area when mm-hmm. you're, when you're driving, it. and then you you know here's what you see all the time in the water tower. Yep. It, it did feel it did feel like I walked back in time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's
0: like Until, a little city in there with your little production exactly going on. But, but
1: that's what, what I, like, that's well, what I thought was the coolest me like, too. of the tu- of the tours because the others are very uh they hide all of the production in the they're, they're developed for Tourists to come in correct whereas buffalo trace is a living breathing working distillery
2: it was like willy wonka yeah. kind of thing except for when they said that's a great way to put it you know it was yeah. it was yeah. like people everywhere walking around like yep. oompa, oompa. <laughs> yeah but the only thing was until they said oh we need you to come over here and we need to take your temperature <laughs> and <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: i had my picture of my uh yeah we had we had one in our
1: group that because if you showed your proof of vaccination card, they would let you just give you a little wristband, and uh, and you didn't have to wear a mask on the tour. Uh, well, one one of the guys that was with us said, "Screw that, man! I'm not showing my card. I'll wear a mask." And he's, I said, "Here's my card." Yep, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm not wearing a damn I ain't mask. Wearing no damn mask. Yeah. yeah. So he stood his ground. You know, but it was uh, yeah, it was it just a
2: whole different because you know even the even the the old Forester, which I like, yep. Is you know it's a small it's the small version. Of, that's the downtown one of the downtown right. right? right. right. Yeah. But you know you don't. I don't think I saw four or five people working right. There. Well, <laughs> and, and
0: that's kind of just their tasting room
1: and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they even yeah. say that just we only a make, little bit of the production line is visible yeah. just to, for show. Right. I mean, they
2: don't yeah. even said that, like we only make forty thousand whatever. You know, yeah. small number. But it was definitely <laughs>
0: when you went to Buffalo Traces. Wow. Yeah. It was Did you go to way. anywhere else that was outside of Louisville? You went to Buffalo I, Trace. But I
2: didn't, no, I didn't have – that's the one I. we had time to go look at and, you know, just rock around. The but,
0: reason I'm asking that question, because at Buffalo Trace, you didn't really see all the rickhouses, you know, all the warehouses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but when you went to someplace like Four Roses yep. or you went someplace like uh, Wild Turkey or you went someplace like Heaven Hill, and when we put the drone up, yeah. I mean, it just, like, it went forever, all these different yeah, – that, that was really cool. That was to really see. cool. Yeah.
1: To see – how many millions of barrels they have Yeah, because
0: we always go, well, we know there's some warehouses over there, but, you know, I'm going, I don't know. I mean, they got big warehouses, and they are big. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, they got, you know, five to 10. Nah. No. They got, like, 50 to uh, I mean, no. it, this is – and some of these places, Buffalo Trace being one of them, new billion-dollar expansion, yep. and they're putting up all kinds of new warehouses, new steels, and their they're production, they're looking at just pumping wow. out some stuff – uh, you know, cross our fingers, knock on wood that uh, accessibility for some of these things are are go up. You yeah. know, because I'd love to be able to find one hundred and seven on the shelf or uh, you know foolproof or right. Some Do of you that think
2: stuff. you'll you'll think the production could go up that much that you would find that? I don't know. The demand is so high. I don't
0: I don't know where they are. You I mean, know, it's hard to
2: judge. That know, even even are limiting one bottle, it's it. I mean, golly, here in this town, anything. Yeah hey, there's such-and-such such at Total Wine or something. It's well, gone.
0: Here's you know? what's like, interesting to me. If you look at Buffalo Trace and some of their products, Weller Special Reserve. For us in Texas, and I say Texas because I've been as far as El Paso yep. and all the way over here, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's on the shelf. It's available. Weekly. Whether I mean, it's a liter, right, a 750, a 175, it's there. I mean, 40. you can be
1: sure that it's going to, at that sub, at that supply at that moment will be gone within a couple days if not a day but it'll be right back next week yeah
0: and when we were in and my point there is that i think we get a little spoiled or a little comfortable because we go i don't even have one in my bar right now i'm not even if i want one i'll just be like i'll get it right buy right and and it's
1: kind of like ohio because they get 107 107 and they're the same way as we as we are down here with special but reserve. When we
0: were in uh Louisville at Justin's House of Bourbon, there was a guy in there from uh Virginia and he was going, "Special reserve and it's only 169. You want know, <laughs> to get that?" And I'm like, "Dude, I can send you 5 of those yeah. for that price. Just give know? me your number and I'll <laughs> ship them to you." No, I wouldn't ship them to him. I'd no, drive. I right. never ship yeah. bourbon. Yeah, yeah you don't can't yeah. ship. No, bourbon. I'd drive that that it would over. Be bootlegged. I don't mind driving to Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, what I do. <laughs>
2: you, You'd be on that moonshine TV show if you did that. I would. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What do you think? To me, big difference between the two. I mean, of course, it's it's a. I mean, you definitely feel the, of course, the burn with the higher proof, which, which I like. But I never, I didn't, I didn't think it'd be. It's, it's interesting coming out of the same. You know, just if you uncut how much of a difference it makes in it you know there is there is a
1: vast difference in mouthfeel yeah exactly as soon as it hits your tongue wow (laughs) i mean the regular blantons i haven't tried the the barrel the standard standard release i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it's thin but it's it's not viscous
0: Okay. See, I was going to say I, I really like th- that. You know, it's what are this, six to eight years, mm-hmm, something like that. Yep. I still get that creaminess I, on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I yeah. I, it's a characteristic that I like a lot.
1: Yep. On a bourbon. Then you go to the un the straight from the barrel. Completely different. Okay, okay. I
0: haven't tried yeah. that one yet. This is a single barrel from Blanton's that I go. This is really good. Yeah. This is this ninety three proofer, is absolutely. Fantastic, but you We're know, really, I, really good.
2: A little bit that I've heard on regular Blantons, though, is I've I've had the only negative thing or something I've said is it tastes better if you, you know, you, you got to put you got to put a little water in it. You got to put to open up the taste. And I, I've I've always I've tried that, and and it, it, which one in, 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 regu- in regular Blantons? And yeah. I never, I you know, I I was even in a, I, mean, I was even in. A, remember that one time I told you I found this Blanton's bottle like off in the rum oh, section it, at in, a Spex. yeah, and San I picked Marcus it up New in New Braunfels, right? Yep. And I pick it up, and I'm walking, in the, and the guy comes into me. Ah, I got stuff way better than that Blanton's. You know, you have to put water in that to make it taste good. And that was like the fourth time I've kind
0: of heard that, and I was like, hmm. I, I, I've mm-hmm. never heard that to be just kind of a thing. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it applies to any whiskey. If there's something that's not hitting you right, put a little drop or two and mm-hmm. see what it does to it and yeah. see yep. if you like it a little better, but – And and maybe, you know, depending on the proof, you might put two drops or you might put ten just until you get to a point point you go, okay, I like that. Yep.
2: Uh, John Wick, he drinks it neat. Neat. (laughs) Good. good. No water. (laughs) No ah agua in that. Good. Uh, Maybe a little blood from all the shootings.
0: (laughs) But, again, single barrels. And and I think, you know, are you in Houston Bourbon? You are, right? Houston Bourbon Society and all of those.
2: I don't don't have Facebook. (laughs) So the answer (laughs) to that would be no. No.
0: You are. Daniel? Are you a bourbon guy, Daniel, at all? A little bit? A little. little. Not much? He when da- you, when you drink bourbon, do you drink it neat or you prefer a splash coke? <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> splash coke? No. Oh, you drink it neat? Okay. Well, if you drink on. it neat, I'm going to say you're a bourbon guy. So, not, not a cocktail guy, not a mixer. You like it, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. Cool. Well, I think uh, what I was going to say is I think in the bourbon groups, a a lot of us i'll include me kind of get snobby about bourbon you know i think we do the same thing with wine we we judge people a little bit i think like anything you know like we talked about we don't drink decoy anymore you get to a point in your i'll say it again your journey and uh you know that's what you used to start you used to drink and now you've started drinking things that you go i don't drink that anymore I have these. I don't open them up a lot, but, you Same. know, there's some that are great. Now, there's some that are really bad. Yeah. Were you at Daryl's house that night? He brought that store pick from Specs.
1: I can't remember if I was there that night or not. Uh, he opened it up. We all tried it and went, that is trash. From, like, 2019. Something like that. Christmas release. Yeah. What was the one that he and had it, that we had
2: the wine bottle one that we were at his house that one time? Or you brought a wine bottle? It was bourbon in a wine bottle. It was all real pretty. Bourbon in a wine bottle makes me think of E. H. Taylor.
0: I don't know. It was. It had the funny label. <laughs> funny label. I don't know I what have that to would think be about that, that one. Yeah, yeah you throwing me off there with yeah. the funny label. Mm-hmm. But taller bottle. Oh, maybe it was a smoke wagon.
2: No, it wasn't smoke wagon. I know that one.
0: Funny bottle. What was the funny bottle? Hmm.
2: I think there was like a unicorn on it or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was. Maybe maybe we maybe, after too many, maybe that was after too many. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but but I my
0: my point is I think Blanton's is still a very solid bourbon. I do mean, too.
1: When you can get it at fifty
0: bucks, fifty five, sixty bucks, but
1: I, uh, but it's but worth the buy. I think that's what where the rub lies is that people have become in the bourbon community have become jaded because at one time it was in the thirty 30s, something dollar yeah. range, but. So was uh Henry McKenna. Yep. So were so all of them. Yeah. But but the way that the bourbon market has exploded and people go crazy over it, whether it's Buffalo Trace allocating it, your local store allocating it, it just people have become jaded because you know you're not you're not chasing BTAC. I mean it it's it's blantons. Yeah. And again, we're in Texas. If you want a bottle of Plantons,
0: you, no. you can find one. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you have to work a little bit, but you can get one. Anybody can get one.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: there's places around the country where, I mean, same with Eagle Rare. Yeah. You know, we if can you get You never that. see it. Uh, there's really not a whole lot that, you know, are allocated that in Texas, you don't have, you know, a decent opportunity to get, you know, yeah. some one way or another. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's some like William LaRue Weller. and Right. I mean, More we're Air definitely spoiled in this market. But uh, kind of all the, you know, if you're in a tier allocated, the first, second, maybe the third, not the fourth tier, but the first, second, third, you can kind of get most of those. Yep. So for some,
2: for some reason, every time I go down to Corpus, I could easily find a bottle of E.H. Tater bottle and bond. I don't know what it is. Well, right which right? bottle <laughs> than bond? They're the small all bottled. All. okay.
0: Yeah. That's a great one. If you Did you pick I, it up? Oh, I pick it up every time. Okay, I, good, I, man. I,
2: every time I go fishing in Rockport, I, I, I text them, In Spanky's, there are five bottles here. <laughs> did you give one? A,
0: how come I never get that text? Oh, because <laughs> uh, you don't fish. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. What do you fish for? The same thing you do. <laughs> fish. <laughs> Each Taylor. <laughs> They're up there. No, I'm, I, to be honest. I, I've with, seen your collection. I'm a freshwater oh, yeah? fisherman. I've never saw water fish. Catfish? So.
2: No, well, you made you made some good saltwater uh, fish that. Well, one you day provided we're the them yeah, on, on the good. half shell. It was very good. I'm ready
0: for another night of that. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So was my wife. <laughs> that was good stuff, man. I've yeah. never had it that way before. Yep. Yep.
2: That's what she said.
0: <laughs> so you never picked up a bottle of Eh Taylor small batch for Daniel or Dustin?
2: Uh, this guy's got a hookup. He's got. Oh, gotta, he's got a hookup. He's
0: got a hookup, and hook this up. guy's
2: got a hookup. They just like, don't they're talking just, about like
0: family or something? Yeah, he's got some family uh, in some
2: high places.
0: So Gotcha, gotcha.
2: So they're they're holding out. I bet you if you go to their house, they got like shelves of it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're they're kind of uh what do they call it when you you in poker or something you're doing that you're uh bluffing. Not bluffing, but uh like in pool or whatever you're playing a game, you're Oh, they're hustling. Hustling Hustle. you. Know, <laughs> trying to think of the other term I'm thinking of. But, yeah, that's, that's the, in the right area. Okay, I'm going to dive into this uh, straight from the barrel. Here we this, go. This is on the nose, man. I just don't drink it because it smells so good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I, I was saying that we're very, very lucky. But when you think about how popular, to your question earlier about, you know, the big expansion for, for Buffalo Trace – I don't know that it'll ever get to a point. I doubt, well, I don't know. I don't know where we are in the trajectory of bourbon. You know, David Jennings, Rearbird 101, came on the show, and, and he asked the question to, to me and Carter about uh, how many millions of bottles right now in the United States are there on people's shelves that aren't open? Unopened, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and, a great question. And he I, said, that's... at some point, and, and I'm kind of getting there, I, I've stopped chasing and hunting. Yep. I mean, uh, I, I just I, there's a, I have enough one and two. I've kind of gotten to the point where I go. I'm a huge fan of Wild Turkey, yep. so everything that I want from them is on the shelf, whether it's right. Rare Bird 101 or any of the Russell's products. The rye I love the yep. Russell's Ten Year Rye is great, um, but there's other lines as well. Whether it's uh, you know Four Roses Small Batch Select, it's at one hundred four proof. I think it's fantastic. So there's enough. From the dist- uh, old Forester. I mean, I can go Whiskey oh, Row man. and just be happy yep. all, yeah. the time. All, so, way, all the time. Oh, So, on that one. Uh, well, what
2: about the, we did that, we did that one show that about the, um, the bottom shelf, you know, one, the shelf, the, heroes. shelf, shelf heroes. Yeah. We're single barrel, Evan Williams single barrel now.
1: Yep. Well,
0: Evan Williams single barrel, but if you do the Jim Beam single barrel at 108 proof for like $32, mm-hmm. screw top. Yep. I've done that to a couple guys in some blinds and it wins against some really good bourbons. But yep. even that single barrel, to Evan Williams
2: is getting a little harder and harder to find. I it's saw a post, to, I saw a post on
1: Facebook today. That it wasn't in it wasn't in Texas, but they had the Evan Williams single barrel on the shelf with a sign limit 1. See? <laughs> Are you serious? Saints? It's like really?
2: And that's that's the thing I think that one podcast I was with you on I talked about one of the first things I ever tried was blends, and the guy the guy had tons on the shelf and no big deal I walk in there thirty dollars blah 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 yeah okay now <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah okay. okay that's that's delicious yeah that is completely really
1: good. different mouthfeel, though I mean I mean you you can tell it's one hundred twenty eight proof absolutely yeah there's no doubt about that but not. So, Joby, where
0: are you in the journey? Uh, I mean, you're not on Facebook. So, to me, good for you, I'll yep. say that. Because the Facebook thing can, can really kind of push you along to, to making some financial decisions that maybe you normally <laughs> wouldn't make. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, good yeah. for you there. Uh,
2: I, I, you know what? Well, I guess when I, I could, uh, I, I've, I've looked at some people's Facebook and show me some of these things. And, yeah, it was an eye-opener. But uh, um,
0: I have kind of like, have you expanded? I mean, give me three things since the last time you were on the show that you've tried that you go, this is I'm a fan of this now. Are are can you name three? Is are there three things that like well, you know, straight from the barrel I, X, is probably one of them.
2: Well, definitely. <laughs> but you know, a little bit with just hanging out with Dave, I I kind of never really I had tried some wild turkey here and there. Yeah. When I tried really that rare breed or even that Russell's Reserve, I I never really had you know even thought about that because wild turkey I think like we talked about one time was yeah that's a mixer you know back yeah you know? I think it had that
0: stigma for I think for older I, guys like you know me that get into bourbon you know four or five years ago yeah you think of that as a college bourbon you right. know that's what you exactly. drink for effect not for right yeah, enjoyment ever since
2: uh, that's probably I'd say has kind of been a little bit of a change for me is I look at wild Turkey a lot differently. And, um, uh, just because even when I've, I've gone, I've gone in a couple of places and, uh, you know, they got one in a plastic bottle. I still kind of laugh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like you can still get it pretty easy and yep. it's dang good. I'm, I'm going
0: to give you a tip and it's, it's, call me stupid. If you want to, I should have known this or thought of this. And I may have already told you this, Dave, when David Jennings was on, uh, Rare Bird 101. And if you don't read his blog, he does a great job. You need to go check him out at rarebird101.com. Uh, he, he really – and he wrote a book on wild turkey called uh, American Spirit, uh, Wild Turkey from Rippy to Russell. And, you know, when I think about wild turkey, I always think it started with Jimmy Russell. You know, he's been there 70 years. I mean, yeah. right? But it didn't. There's a lot of – like we were talking about earlier with the, uh, the sour mash from Greenbrier. There's a lot of history before Jimmy and, and the Russell family, and it was really cool to read that book in depth and really get a lot of that history. But anyway, he, he we were talking about dusties because we know how popular wild turkey dusties are, whether it's an eight-year age-stated 101 or a 12-year, uh, the old rare breeds, what, whatever it might be, the cheesy gold holes, you yep. know, all those things. Um, and, and we started having the conversation about Will that go away? I mean, obviously, that, that supply is going to be gone at some point. Right. Uh, do some of these things then become dusties? And he's like, yes. And I'm going, uh, he goes, and I go, man, because I've never been able to get, you know, dusties. I'd love to get some. And he goes, get some. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how? And he goes, yeah, you make your own. Yep, they become dusty. They become dusties. And so he brought up a good point. And uh, because labels are starting to change on Wild Turkey, I think yep. I went out and bought four or five of the old label that just changed. Yep. And uh I, I bought several rare breeds because those are about to change the recipe again. Yep. Oh really? and uh so I'm gonna start putting all of these away in a closet or have started. And uh in ten, twelve years that'll that'll be our dusties that we can come back and compare to what they're doing right present day at that
1: time. And it's stuff that you can find on the shelf in every store.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's the other allocated. thing I, I want to say about Wild Turkey and, and you know, I, Jim Beam as well is another one that people need to explore. And a lot of people getting into bourbon forget that uh, or don't know that uh, Knob Creek and Bakers and these other brands are part of the the Jim Beam. Maybe. Everybody knows Basil Hayden from the bar. Right. But uh, <laughs> but the other thing is, but what I want to mention about all of those brands is they do a great job, including Buffalo Trace, who's so sought after with pricing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buffalo Trace, if you get it at retail, there's, I mean, George T. Stagg's 99 bucks. Right. It's not, and that's 15 year old, you know, it's a 17 year old bourbon. Yep. 99 bucks. Buffalo Trace really does an outstanding job if you can get
1: it at retail. Right. I mean, two weeks ago, I picked up E.H. Taylor barrel proof. Yeah. I mean, retail was $74. Yeah. $81 out the door. Can't beat that. Yeah. And Secondary
0: goes for four fifty. Yep. Yeah. So, so
1: yeah. If you can find it at, at retail, absolutely great pricing. But but I think the the wild turkey products, that and the Jim Beam products, I mean you they're on every shelf. They're on every shelf. You so can find them. So they're really
0: blowing out production, which right. is great. Uh, but they don't, you know, it's very popular. I mean, if you made if you get a price increase of 20% across the board on wild turkey, it wouldn't dent them and, and people buying. it. No. Uh, it's that good. Yep. I mean, we get rare breed, which is anywhere from 6, 8, and 12-year-old bourbon
2: for 40 bucks. Yep. So that's an interesting question, though. So in my industry, everything has gone up, okay? Steel prices, you know, you're trying to get stuff shipped across, shipping. So – have you guys noticed, because you guys buy wine too? Have you Oof. noticed a price just because I heard, oh, you can't get glass, you can't get this? Have you, have you, haven't have seen it are, yet? Haven't, okay. I haven't Knock, seen it. Knocked on one. What I have
1: seen though, I've heard it's coming. What I have seen though is because of the glass problem for several, I mean, for several months, trying to find a, a handle of Wild Turkey 101 was almost impossible. Yep. And really, it, and it's still. Diff, it's starting to to be, back on the shelf on a regular yeah. basis. But that and and another one that because just, I'm a big fan of Smoke Wagon. They use the clear am, the amber glass. The amber that, glass. That's
2: a very it looks like a very little more
1: yeah. manual. Well, manual they're, they're the glass that they buy right? is from Italy, so oh, okay. it, it's a special okay. amber glass. Well. For three months, they couldn't get couldn't get the amber glass, so they were having to to bottle it in clear in clear glass. Also. Yeah, yeah, interesting.
0: So, what you're basically doing, Joby, is when you drink the straight from the barrel. Now, that's what this would have been the single barrel. Yep, correct. So it's kind of cool to know that what, this goes to that. That's turns what you into, into that. that. They're like related. They are. It's just this. It's you, like a big uncle. The little cousin. Well, you, you, <laughs> you could pour, and, and you'd have to do the math on it, I'm not going to, but a certain amount of this uh, whiskey the straight from the barrel and a certain amount of this, which would be a little bit more, and then add enough, enough water, water to get to yeah. this, and they would probably taste almost the same. Right.
2: Now, one thing I noticed, though, because I have hunted in Kentucky, yeah. by the way, and in Tennessee and around that area. I don't know if it's just me, but like here in Houston, you see the Brazos River. But when you see like rivers and streams over there, you know, (laughs) like the water there, it's like so much clearer, so much. Limestone water. water water. Exactly. So I don't, does that, how much of a factor does that have?
1: Supposedly it makes a big difference. Same way with pizza crust in New York. I mean, supposedly it's. The water and the coal and the—I think it makes a difference, but yeah. I think some people think that's only in Kentucky. It goes into
0: Tennessee and it also right. goes up into Ohio. Yeah. So some distillers up there get that yeah. same—I mean, same water.
1: Austin is all limestone, so yeah. G- could they make you know that's, could be similar? That, that's that's because that's vodka. Yeah. vodka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: All right. Well, are you
0: happy with your your purchase and your bottle? Of I am. Rive? I mean
2: that that bottle. It's you know bourbon is made to be you know drank.
0: And with friends, so
2: thank and you for Fred. that. So, But, yep. you know, it's just I'm not going to ever throw away that bottle because when I look at it, I'm going to go, man, that bottle traveled a lot of miles. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: and I would say you were nice to share tonight, but I would say, you know, I'm not telling you what to do, but I would hold that tight and share that with people who yep. know what it is and will enjoy it because that's a special bottle, my friend. Sure. Yeah. That's a very special bottle. You don't come across those no. very often. No, and, and, and if you don't have any other friends that would enjoy it, you know, find some special occasions every year, and, and let that last a few years, and sip on it on those special occasions. Because that's a, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Noted. a really good one. Noted. Oh, man, this was a lot of fun. Hey, it well, was. Thanks um, for thanks for traveling. Yeah, man. For, bringing I the show to the house here. Hey, that's that's what makes the show nice. It's, it's mobile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey in Your Own Backyard. And until our next episode, enjoy your next pour. Stay thirsty. No.